Christmas to all. This is Christmas at Calvary, and we are brought to you by Calvary UPC of Denton. I am your host, Gary Vaughn. What a joyful occasion. We are so thankful to be here with you today to present a special service. This is a Christmas Eve service that Pastor Brandon Knight and Rachel Knight brought to us for everyone to enjoy, to experience, and of course, we have some other special stuff involved in this service, so you're going to want to be here for the entire thing. Everyone, well, this Christmas has been special at Calvary, and we want to make sure it's joyful in your home as well. So let's go ahead and enjoy some Christmas spirit now. Well, the first thing we're going to do is pray. And if Presley will last another 30 seconds, everybody give it up for Presley. Now, hello. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Bishop said the freaking show. There's no telling what's about to happen in here. All right. We're going to pray together as a family. That's all of us, right? You are our family. So let's ask God to bless it. Ever head bowed, ever high closed. We say Jesus. Jesus. Presley. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. We love you. <laughs> we love you. We thank you. We thank you. For our family. For our family. For our friends. For our friends. And for your blessings. And for your blessings. We thank you for your protection. Protection. And your love for us. Love in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yay! Give it up for Presley, everybody. All right. He usually says, and thank you for my belly. <laughs> I think there was a poopy in there if you lost that part. So glad we're not filming today. Poopy. Live stream. Anyways, Amen. thank the Lord for a little blessings. All right. Who's coming to get Presley? Anybody? Any takers? All right. Here they come. All right, go. Give him a hand. So, okay. oh, he's going to stay for a minute. Okay, you can, you can All right. Stand by. So everybody knows the story. I think that's why you're here, but if not, you can open up your phone or if you have a Bible today, I know we gave some Bibles away pre-service to Luke two, and we're just going to briefly read the account. And Joseph also went up to Galilee out of the city of Nazareth unto Judea into the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. And goodness, is that a war-torn area right now, Dad? Let's pray for Bethlehem. Let's pray for Israel this week. Will you do that? Lift your hands and say, in Jesus' name. My goodness. Because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she would be delivered. I'm now on verse 7. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them and the glory, amen, 
of the Lord shone around them just like is happening here today. But they were afraid. And the angel said unto them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you, thank the Lord, is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, which as prophesied, my goodness, would be Christ the Lord. And then it goes on in verse 12 to say, and this will be a sign unto you that you will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly, all the kids say, suddenly. There was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them unto heaven, the shepherds said one to another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass which the Lord hath made known unto us. Verse 16. And they came with haste and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told to them concerning this child. And all they had heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. Verse 19. But Mary kept all of these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Verse 21, and when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, his name was then called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses, were accomplished, they brought him, Jesus, to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As a mother, I always read this in complete wonder. Wonder, Brother Andy, that he came so humbly. And this sounds cliche, but it's what's on my heart. We all expect the Lord to come in pomp and circumstance. We all expect him to come into our life situation, Melody, with grandeur. And he smotes all of our enemies and pushes everybody out of the way and fixes everything immediately. But if we go back all this time ago, even when Jesus came to us, he came quietly, calmly, and with great humility. So is it any wonder in our life as we close this year? That it's the still small voice of Jesus that calms all my fears. Is it any wonder that it's the comforter? The Bible says he's the comforter. Is it any wonder that the comforter can put his arms of love around me even when I'm alone in the midnight hour? And all of a sudden I feel a peace that the Bible says passes all my understanding. Is it any wonder that the peace that you feel today, this is not a Christmas program, folks. The peace you feel today can bind every addiction in your life. It can bind every anxiety that you're laying down with in the night. It can bind every sickness that has your body crippled in pain. That's the peace 
of God and it's healing power and it's here for us my goodness don't we have a representation of that this morning the prophet Isaiah told us over 700 years before he even showed up that these things would happen and not only would he come but Isaiah said he would carry the weight when we're baptized and we go down in the water he would take those weights those sins that ugly past he would take that away from us and it would be placed into the sea of forgetfulness and ultimately this baby's death would be our ultimate deliverance as my favorite song says oh Mary oh mother did you know Isaiah told us all these things and Hudson's gonna rehearse it one more time in your hearing what did Isaiah say hubby therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign the virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel for to us a child is born to us a son is given the government will be on his shoulders and will he will be called wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father prince of peace he was despised and rejected by men a man of sorrows and familiar with suffering like one from whom men hide their faces he was despised and esteemed him not surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows yet we considered him not stricken by god smitten by him and inflicted but he was pierced for our transgressions he was crushed for our iniquities the punishments that brought us peace was upon him and by his wounds we are healed somebody know it hallelujah can we just agree and thank god right now for all that he came and died for hallelujah to bear the sins of the world hallelujah so that we could find salvation through grace i'm so grateful for that hallelujah thank you jesus we got to be teaching our children the bible says to teach them when they rise up in the midday and teach them in the nighttime and always be speaking of these things and also to say hero israel the lord our god is one lord amen do you love Jesus in this house? We've come to love on him and thank God for his birth. Hallelujah. Welcome to a candlelit service on Christmas Eve. And I thank you for your patience today as you have shared with us on this special day, your most valuable time. And we have had many uh, that are with family, many traveling on the road, uh, many that uh, would wanna be here I guess they're missing out to be able to watch this online, but uh, we pray their safety. To Brother John Harris's father, we welcome you, Brother Harris, Elder Harris, today in the house. And we thank you. I understand people can't clap right now, but we welcome you today and thankful you for your years and years of faithfulness to the kingdom of God. We bless you in Jesus' name. In the book of John, chapter 1, 
it reads, in the beginning was the Word. It's imperative that we understand the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Bible says the Word was God. And the same was in the beginning with God, and all things that were made by Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the light, and the life was the light of men. Everybody say light. Life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of that light, that all, all, uh, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light, understanding that you also are sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Verse 10, he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. He came into his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his, what does the Bible say, name. That's why we emphasize the name of Jesus. That's why we pray in the name of Jesus. The scripture says we give authority in the name of Jesus. We bind things in the name of Jesus. We loose things in the name of Jesus. We baptize in the name of Jesus. Even to them that believe on his name. Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word, here it is was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness of him and cried saying, this was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me for he was before me. And of his fullness have all we received and grace for grace. Amen. Symbolic enough as it is, today we light our candle to signify the light that shines on the inside of us. That light is the light that I believe the prophet Jeremiah spake of when he said, it's like fire and it's shut up in my bones. Hallelujah, that's the light we're talking about. We're talking about the light of the Holy Ghost. What burns that you cannot hide, but rather it burns. As the scripture says, Matthew 5 and 15, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick and it giveth light unto all. Everybody say all that are in the house. Look around and notice that the collective light illuminating every bit of this darkness in the sanctuary, even to the ones that may not have a candle you're able to see because of the light of the one next to you. Hallelujah. And this is our challenge for this next year is to example the light that shines in your hand to shine the light on your jobs and in your schools and shine the light in the grocery store and at the malls at restaurants to shine a light everywhere that you go. People should never wonder if you're a Christian or not because the light should show them. They should never wonder if you're saved or not because your light should tell them. Hallelujah. They should never question whether you go to church or not because your light should show them the way and lead them to the path of what your life lives. Amen. 
Christ was born so that every man would have light in the midst of darkness. That was his purpose. What he came to this earth to do was to shine light in the midst of darkness, as John 1 tells us. Psalms chapter 119 and 105 said this, Thy word, and if we could paraphrase it, said the word became flesh. So let's say Jesus. Jesus, thy, our Jesus is the lamp unto our feet, and it is the unto our path. Thy word is the lamp unto our feet and the light unto our path. I compel you that if you have spent your life in what seems to be utter darkness, held in a dark prison by depression, chained by fear that calls you to recluse yourself and to hide away, to desire either to take your own life or to not want the will to live. That's who I'm speaking to today. You have hope in this sanctuary. And that hope is in the name of Jesus Christ. To give you light in the midst of your depression. To give you light in that dark cave that you've been dwelling in. You don't have to stay there any longer. But you can come out and step into the light through the infilling of the Holy Ghost. And that spirit is here for you today. Hallelujah. I'm thankful that we serve a God that supersedes depression, anxiety, and fear. It is in the spirit of Christ. And I just want to remind you today as we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, that he came with a loud purpose. He came with a very loud purpose, a purpose to be the light in a dark world, a purpose to bring hope to the hopeless, a purpose to bring bread to the hungry, a purpose to bring water to the thirsty so that you don't have to live life without sunshine. Who am I speaking to in this house that needs to hold your candle up a little bit higher and say, I know I've been dealing with a few things, but, but through the light, I believe that God's going to turn it around even for me. I, I wish that you would just resonate with the spirit that has already been in this church service and in this atmosphere before you and I ever walked into this building. Jesus was waiting to meet you here so that your light would shine again when you, when you seemingly has it's faded. Maybe the light has dwindled to almost nothing but a coal but the coal's still hot enough that if you let the spirit of God blow a wind across oh my 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 if you would just let the spirit of God blow that wind across the coals that were lit at one point and now they're not lit anymore and you don't have a flame and it's not shining and it's not showing Jesus is telling you I will blow a wind of refreshing your way and your light will shine before men so that all men shall see your good works hallelujah and glorify your father which is in heaven. Hallelujah. For he is joy. And the Bible says unspeakable. In 1 Peter 1, 7 through 9, it says that the trial of your faith being much more precious than that of gold that perisheth, that it be tried in the fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, at the birth of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen ye love, and whom though now ye see him not ye believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even into the salvation. Brother Devon, I want to tell you, even into the salvation of your soul. And I rejoice with you today by being obedient, even into the spirit that beckoned you to be born again of water and of spirit. This is our rejoicing. This is why we let our light shine in a world and not just the light shine in a church service. All right now. We got to let our light shine outside of this place, not just on Sunday. 
showing the world that I'm saved, I'm born again. I, I've got heaven in my sight. I don't have hell anywhere in there. I, I'm making it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. And if I can make it, guess what? You can make it. We got to shine our light. My friend, it's Jesus, which is the reason for this Christmas season. The true meaning of the word Christmas is literally in the early I think it was 1083 AD. It said more of Christ or mass of Christ. It's the mass of Christ. This is where we get the word. So we celebrate Christmas for Christmas trees. No, we celebrate Christmas because we want more of Jesus in our life and in our homes and in our families and in our future. We want more of Jesus. <clears throat> Philippians chapter two says if there be therefore any consolation in Christ if any comfort of love if any fellowship of the spirit if any bowels and mercies fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded having the same love being of one accord and of one mind this is why we come together in the sanctuary because we want to be in one accord and in one mind and do you agree with that in Jesus name can you say amen hallelujah it's imperative that we gather together so that we stay in one accord and we stay in one mind. The enemy works in a mysterious way and it's always through the workings of division. If you miss too many services, you'll feel that division begin to separate you from the body. I didn't mean to preach this morning, but I feel it in the spirit that I need to tell somebody, don't allow yourself to be separated and only come on Sunday, on Christmas Sunday and Easter. You need to get connected with the body and stay connected so that you will be alive and well. It's imperative that you stay close and connected. Verse 5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion of man. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even to the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also highly exalted him and gave him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and in things in earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess. And what would they confess, church? Would you say it? That Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. It's Jesus that we celebrate. It's Jesus that we honor. It's Jesus that we love. And I'm so thankful to him that he brought light into my life. I'm so thankful to Jesus that he still offers to bring light into your life today. And I close with this scripture in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14. It says, ye are the light of the world. That's your job. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle, as I said in the beginning, and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and giveth light to all that are in the house. In verse 16, one of my favorite verses, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. As we head today to the places that we'll spend Christmas, celebrating time with family and friends and loved ones, maybe ones we've not seen in many years. Let us remember that it's more than food. It's more than a tree. It's more than money spent or the presents that we buy. It's more than the lights and the music. And though the song says, here comes Santa Claus, I deliver to you that there's one greater 
there's one that is coming and his name is Jesus. That is Emmanuel. That is God with us. Jesus is coming back. Hallelujah. It's the Savior, Jesus Christ. And he's coming back for you and I. Who in the time would bear the sins of the world. So that we might find grace. And that we might find salvation through him. So as we wish you a Merry Christmas from Calvary Church to your home. I truly wish you more of Christ this year. I truly wish you more of Christ in your home and in your family. Can we just stand and lift our candles in this place? Signifying that we're going to let our light shine brighter than we ever have before. The light that God gives given us through the gift of the Holy Ghost is not just for a Sunday service or a Wednesday night Bible study or a, a Monday night prayer meeting. Hallelujah. I wish you would come and, and just give your life again to God and tell him, I'm going to let it shine brighter than I ever have before. Lord, I'm not going to hide my light under a bushel, but I give it to you, Lord. I give it to you. Can you make that your commitment this morning? These altars are open. If you want to commit it unto God, just lift it high and say, okay, God, here's my light. Let it shine. That's good, Brother Rowdy. God sees the intent of the heart. God sees the intent of the heartbeat. occasion. Thank you for spending your Christmas with us. It is so impactful when we have each of us together sharing love, sharing the Christmas spirit, and of course celebrating what the Lord has done for each and every one of us. Until we get together again, thank you, have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday, and of course make sure you are loving somebody because you just never know this Christmas season who might need a new beginning.